I just met a Vegas casino. <laughs> and where's my wallet? <laughs> Did you bump into someone on the street by any chance? Um, well, there is this little lizard person that I saw I saw hiding behind a tree that was like one inch wide. Uh, the well-known con of pretending to be an incompetent uh, scoundrel who other people can take advantage of and then walk in off their wallet. I mean, that's, I, I don't know if that's actually a well-known con because I read it in a Discworld book. <laughs> well, if it's been read in a Discworld book and it is not a well-known thing, then that is the fault of society. <laughs> because Discworld is awesome and everyone should know that. But also, hello, welcome to Pack Tactics mm-hmm. Season 4. My name is Crash, I'll be your DM for the evening for this wonderful, delightful, homebrewed, cobalt-only campaign. Truly cobalt only. There are no non-cobalt player characters in this campaign. You might think, dear listener, that some of these characters have attributes that are somewhat uncobaltish. You might say, well, that cobalt seems to be quite long for a cobalt. And shouldn't they be tall? No, they are too long for a cobalt. And that cobalt appears to be able to breathe fire. Well, I will say that canonically, kobolds have increased in size on occasion. Gox, for example. And they increased quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> and uh, the kobold who occasionally breathes fire, uh, there is a precedent for that as well. <laughs> and that precedent and happens mo- way more often. <laughs> and she has a tail. We, we will not argue about the material components of said tail and whether or not... It is machine washable. It doesn't have material components. It doesn't need to cast spells. <laughs> I mean, it might have material p- components in the pockets. There was a conversation before we got together today about uh, the verbal components for spells. And if you're a paladin from the south, all of your verbal components are bless your heart. <laughs> yep. If you're casting a healing spell, bless your heart. If you're casting smite, bless your well, heart. Bless your heart. Mm-hmm. Why does it do radiant damage? It's a very versatile phrase. I've heard it, it used for both iterations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, never directed at me personally yet, but you know, I still live <laughs> south of the Mason Dixon. Anyway, tonight I'm joined by a bunch of awesome people who will not distract me in any way, shape, or form. Never. No. <laughs> Beth, Ellie, Eo, and Jen are all here this evening. And what happened two weeks ago? Things blew up. It wasn't our fault. It was a little our fault. Well, I mean, we might have been involved in certain aspects of it, but we are not the ones who lit the fire. I just want to be clear on this. Sorry did not hiccup or sneeze. I will not sing. I will not sing. I will not sing. I I already made that reference before we started recording. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the out-of-context quotes are already going. I love this game so much. I love that I get to spend my Saturday evenings hanging out with my circle of friends. So, yes, uh, you did go to High Temple, which is the de facto capital city of the planet. Uh, Representatives of the five big faiths, technically the five only faiths because they will eradicate all others, exist here in a grand council. And there's this beam of light from the center of the city that was flying up into space 
from the middle of the highest temple in the middle of the city. And uh, when you went in, there was, was an not attempt, a quest giver. There was an attempt to capture you that mostly worked as intended until someone took a, a certain warlock's ring that can be used to house, you know, in a conventional space uh-huh. and toss it into a bag of holding. And then things escalated from there. One jailbreak later and um, meeting someone with fluorescent hair later, uh. Uh, the party snuck into the central room of this temple, which was not heavily guarded. It's just, well, why would anyone want to go here? So we don't need to post guards. Um, and that one over there was just really confused about a lecture about Coombridge. That <laughs> happened. Forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> the DM will remember this. Uh, sometime later, you're going to find a history book on Coombridge just being sold in a bookstore because the guard remembered half of it and they made up the other half. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's very fair. Yes. Um, and then Deza threw her ring into the giant beam of light and there, there may have been a, a small pressure wave. We leveled the entire city. It just kind of leveled us. Yes, and the room you were in erect the murals Mm -hmm. in the room. Alas. Um, Good news is the XP that you get for destroying all of Spelljammer is enough to level up once. A lot of um, destruction. Yeah. What level are we for? I think so. I'm not sure actually properly. Uh, You should be level four. It's about 15 now. Bumped that stat up a little. Okay. I forget why I did, but I'll assume it's all on the sheet correctly. Um, I did not mean to roll a dexterity check, which is good <laughs> because I rolled very badly on the dexterity check. Longkep attempts to get up after regaining consciousness. Longkep does not get up after Long maintaining Kep consciousness. Longkep trips over their spell book. Longkep trips over Tiniest Kep. Tiniest oh. Kep chatters with indignation it would squeak but it's bones click 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 um okay how is this for a headcanon it tiniest cap has learned how to grind their teeth in such a way that it does in fact make a high-pitched squeak noise all right with that said (laughs) you are awake the room is in shambles the hole in the ceiling that the beam of light was going through is much larger than it was before uh, also, it appears to be even larger than that because there's no beam of light. Just empty blue sky. Oops. Oops. Um, the priests that were in the room oh. have not yet regained consciousness. It's possible that you were a higher level than they were. Um, oh. It's also possible that they're dead. Or it's also possible they have uh, the opposite of plot armor and the DM can't be bothered to roleplay five additional characters right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any of these could be a possibility, some more than others. We're not going to debate it at the moment. There is one priest who is awake right now. Uh, her name is Mari, and she's pressed up against the wall because that's where she skittered back to. And she's just mouthing, oh gods, oh gods, oh gods, over and over again. It's possible she's starting to learn that this is not, in fact, a fever dream. A way to learn. Yeah, after the most sacred temple on the planet just got blown up. And your dad works here. He was a jerk. Well, this is true, but he's also her dad. So the relationship is 
Um, if you go on Fantasy Facebook, she's checked it's complicated. Mm, whoops. There is no Fantasy Facebook. I'm not doing that. Like, I have blown up planets. I am not creating Fantasy Facebook. That is a step too far. Mm-hmm. Also, did- fast. Fancy Facebook sounds like something that would be on the Cobalt Moon. It's a book because of faces. Because Facebook is yeah. on Capel's phone. I made a comment about it being Necronomic something. Necronomicom? That was your pun. You load up that one face. Funny. It's screaming. You load up the next face. It's also screaming. You load up the next face. It is screaming, but it's screaming, but there's hashtags. Um... <laughs> Yes. Twitter exists also. It's a dumpster that's on fire out back behind the Flag Guild Hall in Blotsam. And there is an elongated muskrat that is chasing people away from it, so they can't put it out yet. That is not my joke, but it's canon. Is there a quest to remove it yet? No, it's it's just under observation. Everyone's moved on. Everything in the area is heavily warded against fire damage because there was a big fire there in the before times. And one lone tabaxi will still scream about it every now and then. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. But enough about other campaigns. Let's talk about this one and how you're in this room in the center of a huge temple complex. There was a big bada boom. The light's gone out and people know where you are. Failure generator. And Sori is disguised as a a human. A rather short human. Yes. A a little too short to be a stormtrooper. But that's Much okay, because they be don't exist trooper. in this world. Indeed. Much too short to be a stormtrooper. Also, stormtroopers don't have plush tails. It's under her robe. Okay. Are you sure that, uh, what's the word? Are you sure that stormtroopers in this universe don't have plush tails? Mm. I mean, we did run across a Discworld pastiche. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> And there was a Cobalt Empire at one point. Therefore, one who does not have a tail could potentially be considered to be out of uniform, I think. That's valid. The DM will ponder this. (laughs) (laughs) No good idea is ever abandoned, just postponed. (laughs) Um, With that said, it starts to get darker in the room. Not darker as in, hey, who turned the lights out? Darker as in, Oh, well, there might be a cloud or something going over the hole in the ceiling. No, that's still blue, but the blue is getting darker. Oh, I believe that we were out for a significant portion of time. No, it's getting darker faster than a sunset. Oh, dear. Doesn't look good. A rope falls down from the ceiling. Oh. You know what? I think maybe we should climb the rope. Yes. The chance that climbing the rope will make things worse is lesser than the chance that staying here will make things worse. Okay. Someone should get Mori. Sorry's going to go get Mori. Going, Mori, 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 come on, come on. It'll be better if we've kidnapped you. Come on. Um, but, uh... Then you can escape if you need to. Come on. Okay. Um... No, it's okay. Yeah, she's definitely in shock, but you are able to, without a persuasion check, get her to to stand up and start following you towards the rope. Everyone who's climbing the rope, give me a dexterity check. Yeah, or athletics. Not athletics. Oh, dexterity? I, 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 I would accept dexterity or acrobatics. Not um, athletics. I'll, I'll be fine with athletics. I'll be Can honest. I have this, this athletics is... check, please? <laughs> yes, you may have the 17 athletics check. You do, <laughs> you do pull-ups 
on the rope to get to the top. <laughs> it's a little weird, well, and no one who watches you do it is able to explain exactly how that works. But you still manage it. <laughs> what was the other option other than athletics? Acrobatics. Acrobatic. Acrobatics. Well, let's try that one. My acrobatics is actually at a plus one, so that would be... That's if a I... little bit better. <laughs> Sorry. If you, if you, if you, um, I rolled a D&D Beyond die and everything crashed. So oh, that's, no. that's, that's impressive. <laughs> like, D&D Beyond crashed. Discord crashed. Oh, no. <laughs> That's impressive. Look, leave me out of this. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Although I do take pleasure in the fact that I'm a verb. <laughs> uh, I see um, that Deza anyway. got a 21. Deza makes it look easy. Utashi got a 12. Utashi makes it look like it's a lot of work. Because for Utashi, it is a lot of work. You climb up mm. like five feet, and then you slide down one. Then you yeah. climb five feet, and you slide down one. Actually, it's a bit more of an up and down than that, but that's sort of the rate. For every five feet, you, you have to climb an additional foot. Um, long kept... I'm going to reach up for whoever's in front of me and go, help. Let's <laughs> see if that works. Who gets to the top first? Not me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, because the first roll I saw was actually from Sori. Sori gets to the top. Then Deza. Sorry, we'll... Then Utashi. <laughs> and then Long kept gets to the top, not because Longtep climbed all the way, but because the rope got pulled up after that. I am appreciative. With an 11, I'm going to say you successfully held on to the rope. <laughs> and Mori is there too, because Mori is there too. Uh, with that said, congratulations. On your way up the rope, you realize that the rope is not coming down from the ceiling. It's coming down through the hole in the ceiling. It is, in fact, coming from something that is above the ceiling, which is blocking out the sunlight, but it's the same color as the sky. When you it's get up, invisible plane. when you get up a bit higher, you realize that it is in fact. Um, wait, that that can't be right. But no, no, that is what it looks like. It doesn't make sense. But when has something on this planet made sense before? Uh, that does in fact look like it is a giant airship shaped like a chameleon. <laughs> Okay. Its back is flat with a railing, and it does have a um, a blimp attached to the top of it, a dirigible, like a big hot air balloon thing, uh -huh. hanging above it instead of sails. But uh -huh. otherwise, it is, in fact, a giant chameleon-shaped hot air balloon. I am going to assume that the fact that it is shaped like a reptile means that Either we have successfully accidentally made contact with some local mm, cobalt offshoot reptile, etc., or the cobots have come to our rescue. Well, considering tiny little robot lizards are scurrying everywhere doing various chores on the ship, um, probably the, the cobots, cobots option. Excellent. You're saying, know. wait, wait, it's a chameleon. You're saying these are cobots in disguise. Yes, and that's inspiration. Thank you. <laughs> I will bite you. You cannot. You're upstairs. <laughs> I can come down. I'm not on my. I love that this is an in person. This is this is not an in character yes. conversation. No, it's not. This is an in person <laughs> conversation. Mm -hmm. The biting will take place bef slightly before or after an ocarina is buried in the backyard. <laughs> I haven't bitten her before. I could do it again. And we cut 
here. <laughs> and then laughter occurs, and we cut yeah. here. It, it doesn't work when you start laughing immediately after I say, and we cut here. Fine, I'm going to leave one of the and we cut here's in, so people know there was a cut, but at the same time, they know why. <laughs> not why I had made the cut, but why I'm a little frustrated and there's laughing. It's like, okay, this We're is not sorry. a first attempt. No, you're We're not. Sorry. But you're my friends, and I love all of you. Mildly sorry. Yes. Mildly uh, sorry. We're sorry to frustrate you. <laughs> so from one end of the ship, and I don't know any ship terms whatsoever. As someone who's lived in Maryland for over 20 years, I really should. But There's I the don't. prow is in front, and the stern is in back. Starboard is to the right as you're facing the prow, and port is to the left. So here's the thing. I don't remember a single thing you just told me. Just say head, tail, and left and right. I mean, it's shaped like a chameleon, so. So from somewhere near the tail end, where there's a giant wheel that's mounted, looks like a steering wheel for a ship. I know they don't call it a steering wheel, but whatever. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's called a helm. That would make sense, but never mind. It's the helm, but it's also a steering wheel. Okay. Helms are where you sit, though, and it takes all your spells away. A metal elf. Comes down the stairs and greets you. Blink. Hello. Blink. May I inquire, are you all kobolds? Yes. Uh-huh. Technically, no. Yes, we are. Oh. Well, Most and the, the elf is looking over yeah. at Mori, who said technically no. Oh, well, right. That is unfortunate. We are. For the moment, she is an honorary kobold. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I confess, I am not up to date on cobalt laws and bylaws so i'm just going to leave it at that uh, i apologize for not greeting you earlier i was under orders not to approach non-cobalts but i have been looking for you for some time why is that good or bad well hopefully good um you are not the only survivors from your crashed ship really oh good Yes, uh, one in particular uh, tasked me with uh, finding more survivors, and I found you. But as I maintained surveillance, you were constantly surrounded by humans. I was about to give up all hope that I'd be able to make contact with you when you entered the city, uh, but fortunately, you managed to cause a distraction. Yeah, that's what we yes. A distraction. It's... That's what we did. Mm -hmm. It was very distracting. Oh, but where are my manners? Uh, my name is 10240006295. I have apparently been given uh, the nickname 95, which I feel would be somewhat confusing, as there are many units in my cohort that have a designation that includes the numbers 9 and 5, uh, but this does not seem to bother uh, the people who use it. I mean, we could call you Elf95. I would rather you didn't. Okay. I am slightly curious about you being made in the physical form of... A mammal. Yes. By the way, while you're talking, the ship is in fact moving. I if, think so. If any of you looks over towards the steering wheel, you see a bunch of... Cobot harvesters, those are the tiny ones with tools for heads, mm -hmm. um, are moving the wheel. It's a group effort. Mm -hmm. And every now and then, one of them 
Looks very much like the second gerbil on the wheel. <laughs> yes, where they, they might not necessarily be intending to go for a ride, but they are in fact going for a ride. Uh, yes, uh, my job, that's, there is a term for it, it's, and they give a series of taps. It doesn't truly translate into draconic, my apologies. Uh, my main tasks are that of an ambassador, a treaty maker, um, a go-between. Uh, when we are built, we are built with a form that is similar to uh, the species and or culture that we are sent to greet. I was built to greet the Elf Armada. It did not go well. Oh, no. For which yeah. side? Well, uh, very old I was put in stasis during the orbital bombardment. So, uh, does that answer your question? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yes. I was woken up recently. Are there elves around to talk to? There are some in the cities, but uh, we have not seen any sign of the elf armada. Uh, so far as we know, they have not been here for uh, millennia. Oh. You to the, um, the elf's leg. That is somewhat disturbing. <laughs> I just realized. Um, sorry. What have you realized? That this is someone who actually remembers us, maybe. Yes. Was that not obvious? I mean, yes, it was obvious, but my intelligence is actually a nine. It took a moment. That's fair. I um, am aware of kobolds. I've never met one before your ship crashed. True. But my understanding, I think my understanding, was that there were some on the planet when the orbital bombardment started. Uh, there was extensive damage. Our admin was uh, destroyed almost instantly. Uh, there have been several iterations. New admins were built since then, but much knowledge has been lost. Delfarmada is very snitty that way, I gather. Uh, please understand, there is certainly a lot of information that would be relevant, but my role was as an ambassador. I was built to speak to the elves, so I did not spend much time on this world. So, unfortunately, many of your questions I will not be able to answer. What world did you spend your time on? Uh, I did not spend my time on any world. I visited the Elf Armada that was orbiting our planet. Oh. Yes. So where are we going? How many survivors are there that you have found? I am currently the oldest active unit of my cohort. I mean, that would be pretty old. How many cobalt survivors did oh, you find? Oh, you meant... Sorry. I'm... The survivors from the crash. I apologize. No, it's fine. I should have realized. Uh, forgive me. I'm... This is rare for a cobot, I have learned, but I am self-aware and as such sometimes make selfish decisions. My apologies. Okay. Okay. Besides the group of you on this ship right now, I know of two others. Who are they? Well, we're taking you to meet them now. I Okay. And as um ninety five is saying I, 
everything goes really, really, really bright. Oh, no, not again. Oh, what exploded this time? Um, well, nothing near you. There's no shockwave, but the sky is orange when it gets dim enough that you can see it again. Longcap is pressed flat on the ground and is attempting to shield their head. Oh, it's bright. Right. Too bright. Too bright. False life, false life, false life. Yes, I will actually spend a spell slot. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I'm, I'm sure that this is just an RP session, so uh, there's not going to be any combat or anything, so you can spend whatever spell slots you want, the DM <laughs> said. And everyone believed the DM instantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, 95 whoever's, goes... Sorry? Whoever's closest who is a kobold is probably getting is going to get a guidance cantrip on them just because. Uh, 95 has gone over to the railing and is looking out around the balloon and saying... That's probably not good. But is we falling again? No, the the ship appears to be in working order. I do not detect any deficits. Uh, the harvesters are scampering, but not more than usual. So everything should be fine. Um, no there, holes. No holes. Uh, there does appear to be a being made of gold with wings flying towards us at speed, however, and that is somewhat oh. concerning. Um, do you have defensive capabilities? Hopefully. Um, not exactly, but I might know who that is. Okay. I haven't met him, but I've, I've heard of him from Meepo. Okay, because if this being that's coming towards us is in fact hostile, I must let you know, um, I am programmed to be a pacifist. It is one of my primary okay. attributes. So okay. I will be unable to help you in the fight at all. I don't think it's going to be a fight if it's who I think it is. A uh, humanoid made out. of gold, humanoid. wearing a Spartan-like helmet oh. with wings, not lands on the deck. The thinking. floorboards crack <laughs> under its feet. That is not who I thought it would be. Land more lightly. A divine messenger of some kind, or divine retribution, I suppose. We're in trouble. They are carrying a large sword. Um, and you can't identify which humanoid race they're sculptured to look like. It's sort of, it's generic enough that it could be any humanoid race, kind of, sort of. Uh, but they are moving towards you like I'm about to say, roll for initiative. Oh, boy. This hope is not possible in this endeavor. Therefore, we will fight until it becomes impossible to do so. You will fight them in the air. You will fight them on the beaches. I will fight them last because that was a terrible roll. Healer goes last. Mm. I I'm, will see if rolling initiative crashes everything. Oh, good luck. A 17. You're tied with Mori. Um, but they got a 20. Whatever they oh. are. All right. So they are going to take a swing. Uh, they are first going to uh, take a swing at the Ambassador, 95. That's a... 26 that hits. Oh, no. uh, they a cut second. I was gonna say they got a 95 on a d20. <laughs> They're non Euclidean. <laughs> um, and I don't need to roll damage to be honest because the ambassador's max hit points are lower than the minimum damage this attack can do. Um, so oh, no. they are sliced in half. 
That was a pacifistic non-combatant. I am given to understand that the rules of war frown on such things, even if you consider yourself above them. For its second attack, it goes for long cap. This is fair. (laughs) (laughs) It's your fault. You tried to reason. That's a 13. Um... That's below I, your AC. That doesn't hit. Longcat drops underneath it, obviously. <laughs> it was aiming for a cobalt, but you were too tall to be a cobalt, so it missed you. This makes perfect <laughs> sense. No one questioned this. <laughs> By the way, who did get a guidance slapped on them out of, of sort of reflexive cantrip action? I'm going to say Deza. Okay. Right. Deza, you have a guidance. Once before the spell ends, target can roll a d4 and add the number roll to one ability check of their choice. Alas, ability Four. checks don't happen very often in combat. <laughs> yeah, Not well. With that attitude. Indeed. Mm, true. So, Longcap, you and Mori are going at the same time. Would you like to go first, Longcap? What is the current configuration of where we are? I'm going to say spacey wacy, wibbly wobbly. But you were all gathered around 95 to have this conversation. So you're all fairly close, and this thing has a heck of a reach. Well, luckily, my head height is a bit above other people's. Longcap casts Dragon's Breath as a bonus action and lifts their head such that the clone will not catch their shorter party members. And breathes acid at the angel. I have a question. So is this a melee attack, basically? No. A ranged attack? No. This is a dex save. DC 13. 12 acid damage on a failure. And 6 on a success. That is a 13. That makes exactly a less. I have a very low... I'll save DC because I do not have uh, roll, da- roll damage for it anyway. I did. What's the damage? It was 12 save for half. Okay. So here is what happens. Oh. It angles its wings and the acid that you spew at it sort of just stops before it makes contact and flies back at you and you take that damage. Huh. It somehow redirected your spell at you. I am still uninjured on account of casting full slow. <laughs> That's true. You did cast. It's a net wash. It's a wash even. Yes, but there's no jeans because uh, we're cutting this short. So they're, they're short jeans or, or jorts. Jorts? Yes, they are jorts. <laughs> there better not be a little orange yeah, the, cat the here. The angel is in fact wearing jorts. They are golden jorts. It's hard to notice them. <laughs> golden jorts or gorts. I hate gorts. and love everything about this. <laughs> Yes. Uh, It is Maury's turn as well. Maury is going to uh, not learn from what has been done and attempt to cast Ray of Sickness. Let's see. As everyone just listens while I'm checking numbers. Valid. Oh, that's how that works. Yeah. All right. So that's the thing. Maury casts Ray of Sickness. It hits it. It doesn't bounce off, but it also doesn't seem to do anything. It's a mechanical creature, and you can't make them sick. Possibly. It is the Cobot Ambassador's turn, 95. Uh, They raise a hand feebly and say, It is too late to petition for 
peace, perhaps? I am open to negotiations. The hand they're raising is the one that's still attached to them. Remember, they were cut in half. Right. Oh, I thought it was top and bottom. It kind of is an angle. Oh, 495. Uh, Utashi. Hmm. Okay. Um, hmm. Who's injured? Anybody? Well, 95. Yeah, 95 is cut in half currently. Um, Technically, 95 has zero hit points. Okay. Would mending work? That takes 10 minutes to cast. Okay. Does it? I think it does. Mending is not an instant cast spell. Huh. Let, let me check that. Yeah, because I'm looking at it and it says casting time one minute. So something's oh, not right. So yeah, one, it, what, not 10 minutes, but still one minute is six turns. Oh, okay. I, um, I was wrong in the amount of time, but I was right in that you're not going to do that as an action. Okay. Um, hmm. What do I have that would do something? Hmm. Um, and this thing is mechanical? Um, it is a construct of some kind. You don't see a lot of gears on the outside of it, okay. but it is, it appears to be made of gold. Okay. It could just um, be electroplated, but none of you have scratched it yet. <laughs> none of you have scratched it yet. Wait a minute, it's just lead underneath this. Oh no, that's worse. <laughs> no, it's okay, it's just a thin layer of lead. Underneath that is mercury. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Problem. Below that is uranium. Why? <laughs> Are we playing Rim World now? <laughs> well, that is delicious ganache. Um... The ganache glows in the dark, but it's delicious. <laughs> it turns out that this construct it was just a dragon's uh, snack. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad all the dragons died during the orbital bombardment. Oh, no. It's tragic. The, the snack had to be repurposed. It's way past its sell-by. <laughs> okay, Natasha, we've bought you some time. What are you going to okay, do? Okay, <laughs> I'm going to use spiritual weapon. Oh, uh, that's like, a classic. In, yeah, and like put it, I guess, in front of me. <laughs> yeah. um, Wait, so you do one better and smack it with it. I could do that, yeah. Okay, so um, I got a three to hit. You hit it. There's a metallic ring sound that comes from it. Ooh, okay, so then damage, right? Um, no, there's no damage. No. It's okay. you. You hit it flavor-wise, but it's tough enough mm. that you don't do any physical harm. Okay. Can However, I... if you get enough spiritual weapons, you could play Carol of the Bells. I was. I think that's all I can do. I mentioned earlier that I really like how um, streaming services all have playlists that are Christmas songs mm -hmm. so that those of us who don't go out to brick and mortar stores to shop can still listen to 15,000 covers of the same 10 Christmas songs played on repeat. <laughs> yeah. And I say this fully knowing <laughs> that if someone made a playlist that was just covers of Carol of the Bells, oh, wow. I would put that on repeat and die happy. Mm -hmm. I do love Carol of the Bells and I'm going to put it on. <laughs> you already have inspiration so my laughter does not give you anything this um, combat is carols of the bells okay okay with that said Deza hmm. I have to check something um, it's been so long that I've forgotten Sorry, are you usually an offensive player in a fight Sorry has generally been running around healing people 
at one point, including the human whom you shot in the head with a crossbow bolt. I, I was going to say, the, the last time you had a lot of big combat, I think we still had Chris playing. So, mm-hmm. Sori did a lot of running around, cleaning up after everyone else's mess. Yeah. Okay. Do that, then. I mean... Uh, I spend yeah. a bonus action to cast Sanctuary on Sori. Ooh, what does Sanctuary do? Uh, until the spell ends, any creature who targets you with an attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack. Uh, doesn't protect you from area effects, and if you make an attack, cast a spell that affects an enemy or deal damage to another creature, the spell ends. Mm. Okay. I think the last time this spell was cast, it was cast on Itachi, who immediately made an attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm checking. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I was considering Charm Person just, just to see if it worked, but I it, think Sorry knows the, would possibly realize what a sanctuary does and, and shift to maybe no. Also, it's <laughs> hard to charm a statue. Mm. Yep. Is any humanoid? Humanoid shaped. It's Not a- friend shaped. <laughs> and okay. yes, Meepo would disagree. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so would Jr. Uh-huh. And yeah. their dad. Yeah. Does buffing the party count as a uh, hostile action? It does not. Okay, I am support class now. <laughs> the cleric is support class. Sure, Millions of players just have monocles fall from their faces in <laughs> shock. Meanwhile, Deza has not been sitting dormant. Dezal rolled a 23 with a crossbow. That will hit. That is eight points of damage with the crossbow. I have to say, I really appreciate Ellie for so many reasons, but one of them is, while we are doing shenaniganery, Ellie's just there going, okay, my character's going to go register for the quest. Okay, my character's going to roll these attacks while you're doing the shenaniganery. All right, Mm -hmm. let's go. (laughs) Also, I just like saying the word shenaniganery. Mm -hmm. Hello, did someone call? (laughs) <laughs> oh wait, I said it three times I summoned an EO <laughs> it's so hard, This is, why, so you, this is why you don't shenanigan again <laughs> Don't I you already you. have inspiration? Yes, yes right. I do Then you get nothing Except the 8 but points of damage that you did Making the DM laugh is never worthless Okay uh, Next it's time for the Cobot Harvesters Now they are small not just small, but small and adorable, but there's many of them. <laughs> and they harvest oh, metal. Swarm. I, I have swarm. stats for a swarm of cobot harvesters. I actually made stats for a swarm of cobot harvesters. And this thing is metal. Maybe. Well, now. It's an all-star. <laughs> and now we have a gif of CGP Grey surrounded by bees. <laughs> <laughs> I like my golden statues. Like, I like my cobalts surrounded by bees. <laughs> right, Beatrice? Who casts right. infestation? Their attack, <laughs> their attack is referred to as disassemble. Um, I am be- not naming the statue number five. No, no. Number five is nice. Yes, number five is alive. This mm-hmm. might not be. That's a 14. So after all the joking around, they miss. And they're low enough in stats that they only get one attack. Oh. Sorry. Oh, Sorry actually does get to do a thing. Sorry is going to. Let's see what do I do. What happens if I do this version? Uh, da 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 da. 
How many how many PCs and fr- how many friendlies do we have? We've got Deza, Longkep, Mori, oh, yeah. and um um ninety five. Ninety five, yeah. And and Technic- no, um Utashi. Utashi. Technically ninety five is out of the game. Ninety five is repeating the same line over and over again. Yeah. Four ninety five. Okay. I am going to cast Bless with a uh, spell second level spell slot, which lets me target four people instead of just three. And bless gives everyone up a, a additional one d four. Whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw for the next um, minute, it is a concentration curse. It uh, the target can roll d four and add the number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. All right, you are an all. You are now all blessed. Everyone remember that you are blessed. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a sign that says, there's a nice little wooden carved sign that's hanging up on one of the walls over there that says, remember, you are blessed. It's right next to the one that says, live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> live, laugh, breathe fire. I mean, if you insist. Uh, the, the golden no, statue rears back. Oh, no. And attempts to um, breathe fire in the general direction of, now, here's the thing. So, when Sori was flailing, I said that Sori cast um, that beneficial spell on Deza. So, is it safe uh-huh. to argue that Sori and Deza are within proximity of each other? Yes. Okay. So, Sori and Deza, congratulations. Um, you get to roll a dexterity saving throw. Do I get to have a fire defense on that as well? This is, or? in fact, fire breath. Well, I have defense as fire. What does that do? Um, I have damage resistance to it. Okay, so first I roll my dex roll, dex save. How does a... Uh, you both made your save. 19. You both rolled 19s. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you both make your saves. Congratulations, mm-hmm. you're taking half damage. Um, and then I also have resistance You're going to take a quarter damage because you have resistance. Yep. Um, so with half damage, that, that's going to be... It's 13 to Deza because Deza is not actually a small dragonborn. Uh. And... Sori, who is also not a small dragonborn, but is in fact a kobold, don't let anyone tell you otherwise, is right. going to take six damage. But also Ouch. the ship behind you is on fire. Uh-oh. So that might be a small problem. But good news, fire breath requires a roll to recharge, so it's probably not going to do that next turn. Longkep, what would you like to do? Hmm. I am going to reluctantly guess that the construct probably has blind sight. On account of not having organic face, Longca reluctantly charges and wields tiniest kept like a hammer. Wait, no. <laughs> Longca makes a bite attack. That that. Um, thank you. That's Lieutenant in that Cogbuck. one. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's Lieutenant Cogbuck at being broken. You can't roll a d twenty plus two plus one d four and get a one. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound right at all. That would would be the minimum result of three. It did not roll anything. It got confused about what I was rolling. Wait, someone's confused in our D&D game? (laughs) That's a better roll. That's a a roll with results. Uh Um, Its AC is higher than 14, though. That's all right. I'm going to say you do connect. You are gnawing on it. And as a bonus action... I use Hungry Jaws and make another bite attack. You gnaw more. There is an attempt at a crunch. 
Don't break your teeth. Slug. Whoa, hey, nice. A 19 crunches. There is a crunch. And with, and with a hit, I gain three temporary hit points because I just used Hungry Jaws, which, um, considering that this is a magical construct, I think I somehow just ate a piece of animating magic. Your teeth are all laminated in gold. You look like a rapper from the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) And I will roll damage. I think the true damage right now is emotional towards whatever this thing is. Well, I hope it feels bad. It deserves to feel bad. It's being bad and should feel bad. That was three piercing. Okay. I'm afraid I do not have a strength modifier. (laughs) The real damage is the friends we made along the way. Yes. Yes, it is. Wait. Oh, no. It's Maury's turn. Craft, craft, craft. Yeah, that's kind of what Maury's thinking. <laughs> oh, like, no. Because Maury's like, I could cast calm emotion. No, it doesn't have emotions. Uh, destroy what? No. No. Detect thoughts? No. Uh, enhance it. No. No. Is, um, Enhanceability might be useful. Maury runs over and casts healing. Hold on. What's Mori going to do? Is that the only healing spell I gave Mori? Uh-oh. I remember when I created Mori, I created Mori with the idea that she's a shopkeeper. She has spells right. that help her in her shop. She has assumed this entire adventure was a fever dream. So she never switched spells over to things that would help with, say, adventuring. The only spells she has that have any usefulness in adventuring as offensive capabilities are ones that she gets automatically from her subclass, where she doesn't have a choice in the matter. So, yes, the only healing spell she has is Healing Word, and she's going to cast that on Deza. Good. And that heals six points, uh, because she cast that at a higher level. And she's going to cast another spell, probably, because that was a bonus action. But she's going through her list of abilities, and they're not useful. A thing that the DM knew, the DM planned for, the DM expected. The NPC is distraught. She's like wondering, well, what if I cast locate object? Is there any way I could do? No, that's not helpful at all. What would I try to find? An off button? Wait, that might just work. Locate object. Off button. There is no off button. Uh, there, ah! Or maybe there's a lot of off- I heard two people talking at once. What was that? Sorry, I, I was about to make a joke about uh, Mori finding all the off buttons on the Cobots. <laughs> that is funny. There are none. Okay. There are none. Uh, meanwhile, if she had cast that on the moon of Circulus, she'd be like, why are there so many buttons? <laughs> Chroma just waves. It's because it's better to have a zillion off buttons than a zillion on buttons when the cobalt inventors are around. <laughs> One of the cobalt inventors walking past says, when you're in a panic, you can't really read labels. You just hit anything. So all the buttons are off buttons. To turn it on, it requires a lot of adjustments. But we are not on the moon. Nope. The forest moon of Circulus. <laughs> it still amuses me greatly that that wasn't my intention, but that's what happened. That is what happened. Yes. Uh, it is the ambassador's turn. They continue to say the same thing over and over again about, you know, it's not too late to for peaceful negotiations. I forget the exact wording I used, but they're using the exact wording again. Utashi. 
I'm gonna shoot a crossbow at it or bolt at it. See what I get. I got a twenty. Woo! To twenty-five. Okay. I need you to roll yes. all the dice you have. Oh wait, no! no you, you're, you're not a rogue. You don't have sneak attack. You're still rolling double. Okay. Which I think in D D Beyond it already figures that in. I don't know. <laughs> what do I do? Um. So next to the weapon that mm-hmm. you just rolled uh, the, the attack for, the dice yeah. number in that little window should have increased. It should have doubled. Oh, I guess it did. I yeah. don't know. Okay, I'll just push that. Um. Twelve. Twelve points of damage. Mm-hmm. Not 102 nice. damage crash. <laughs> that, that would end combat fairly quickly. Uh-huh. Yes, please. Yes, please. Can I do Whoa. a bonus action with the yes. um, shield of faith? Um, the spiritual, spiritual weapon. weapon. Spiritual yes. weapon, that one. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that and uh, try to hit him with that. Um, okay. Spiritual weapon. No, it was shield of faith. Which one was it? Sp- it was spiritual weapon. Okay. Which you already have cast, and it is hovering around, doing whatever you want it to as a bonus action each turn. Okay. I got a 20 plus 3. Yep. Wait, that was the second... <laughs> Wait, did you just crit again? Yes, you yes. crit again. I did. So you're all... at it. So <laughs> you're all like, I'm going to breathe acid at it. That didn't work so well. I'm going to look for an off button. That didn't work so well. Utashi comes up and suddenly is a ninja. <laughs> just shoots it. <laughs> Alright, so here's damage. Um, 11. 11 points of damage. From the spiritual weapon. Yep. Yeah, it's not looking very good. It's Well, gold is a soft metal. Mm-hmm. So now it's got bite marks. It's got a crossbow bolt sticking out of it. It's got dents from... What does your spiritual weapon look like? Um, Her, uh, her god is Ilmater. So it looks like hands bound at the wrist with red cord. Okay, so basically there's um, handprints all over mm, it. Yes. Imagine, if you will, that a not-yet-two-year-old has been given some Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And told to make a turkey for a certain uh-huh. holiday. Right. Which, by the way, I will say he did an excellent job. Oh. But, Aww. yes. Um, okay. And I had to I'm explain dead. to the family members that were hating on it, like, oh, yeah, and he tore it in half. Like, he's not two. <laughs> This is excellent, and I will sign a certificate verifying this. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Deza. Remember, Deza, you are blessed. Everyone remember they're blessed. Right. Also remember to live, laugh, love, and roll for initiative. Again? Well, not again. Uh, we, we already rolled. Ellie, are uh, you there? Yes, I'm here. It is your turn. Oh, I see a 15 to hit. A And a 1. You know what's really funny? You only rolled a 1 because you were blessed. But that was what you needed. Well, there you go. <laughs> so roll your damage. A 16. Wonderful. 16? That's a 6. A six not a 16. Oh. I, I put in the correct number. I said the wrong number. It's, we've been playing for about an hour, but I want to finish this turn before we take a break. Mm-hmm. It's the Harvester's turn. Torm. Yeah. Yeah. That's an 8. They don't. <laughs> Moving <laughs> too much. They're obviously used to, to grabbing metal that doesn't move like this. Yeah, that's what we're going to go with. Also, most of them don't have eyes. Actually, none of them have eyes. They have tools for heads. They don't have eyes. And last in the initiative order, sorry. Deza, how damaged are you? Not particularly. I'm seven down. In that case, sorry is going to cast Create Water to rain on the fires behind us. Sounds like a good plan. 
because create water will fall as rain in a 34-foot cube within range, extinguishing exposed flames in the area. Because the Golden Statue doesn't need to kill you if your ship burns out from under you. Yeah, pretty much. It's got wings. And someone should do something about that, not me. And none of you do for now have wings, I mean. Exactly. Yet. Not with that attitude. I know. <laughs> so we've been playing for just over an hour. What do you say we take a short break? Yep. Okay. I've pressed the button. We are starting round three of combat. We've been playing for over an hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not all of that was, was combat, though. Some of that this was... This is true. There, there was role play. There was shenaniganery. Yep. Mm-hmm. There are so parts much that you had to cut out. Uh, we, we're not talking about that. Um, That's right. Also, I rolled a six for the recharge for fire breath. Is that good or bad? Um, depends on who you're rooting for. Me. Bad. <laughs> because you just put the fire out over on that side of the ship. Exactly. Now it's turning its head towards a different part of the ship that isn't soaking wet. It will make this whole ship soaking wet. It's a 30-foot cube. How big is this ship anyway? Um, bigger than 30 feet. But it's a... Look, when... You make a dirigible that is shaped like a giant chameleon. You go big or go home. Just as long as it can't rotate its neck upwards. Actually, if you think about how chameleons are shaped with the horns on their heads, it looks kind of like a tarasque. Hmm. Great. We Color-shifting tarasques. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that thing. <laughs> oh, yes, that thing. <laughs> Um, with that said, it is breathing fire in the direction of Utashi and Longkep. Oh. Remember, you are blessed. And Mori. All right. Mori got blessed, too. Yep. Everyone got a bless. You got a bless. You got a bless. Check under your chair. I'm sitting on the ground. It's Check over that blessed. chair over there. <laughs> Check under your tail. It's you a know, dexterity saving throw. Everyone needs to make it. Well, not everyone, but Longkep and Utashi and Mori need to make a dex saving throw. Dex saving throw. Okay. I don't remember how to do that. So here's the thing. I thought I unpaused the recording. I'm pretty sure I did. But at some point when I coughed, I hit the pause button instead of my mute button. Okay. So I don't know what I've missed. So here is a brief summary of what we've done so far up to Long Kept About to Cast a Spell. Too Um, much fire. When we came back from the break, the golden statue breathed fire and it took out Mori. It took out Utashi. Longkep absorbed the fire because Longkep is cool like that. And now it's Longkep's turn, and Longkep is about to cast a spell. Longkep casts Wither and Bloom and does not select any enemies to make the constitution saving throw. However, who's down? Just Mori Mm -hmm. and Utashi? Mm -hmm. And the ambassador, but yes. mm -hmm. Utashi? Uh-huh. Use a hit die and add plus three to it. Okay. A hit die? Yes. We know what a hit die is. I don't know. What I that believe is. as a warlock, that is a 1d8. Uh, is a cleric. I believe as a cleric, that is also a 1d8. Yeah, most of okay. them are 1d8. So, okay. Yeah, 1d8 1D8. plus three. I think. Also, I don't know why I thought you and they saw were both warlocks. Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's okay. the crossbow. <laughs> it's the crossbow. Okay, so um, 1d8 and then a something, right? Three, was it? Plus three. 
1d8 plus 3. Okay, I'm going to roll the 1d8. Oops, wait, hold on. Uh, here's the 1d8. It's a 4. And then plus 3. Okay, yep. so that's 7. Seven. Regain that many hit points. Ooh, okay. Congratulations, Tashi. You seven. are conscious, very <laughs> badly burned, and surrounded by fire. Oh, no. Long top. This is fine. Healed with necromancy. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, thanks, I think. In all honesty, what is a necromancer other than a cleric who refused to give up? <laughs> or an artificer who believes in reduce, reuse, recycle? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fantastic. Um, Maury has already done the death save thing, so that was a thing. The ambassador is continuing to say the same line over and over again. It's starting to get a Some- little slower. Someone should probably heal Mori, but um, Longkep prioritize the kobold. Which is fair. And Utashi can heal. Mm-hmm. So now that you brought up Utashi, Utashi can heal Mori, and you know it's, you pay it forward. Uh-huh. That's how it works. Or Utashi can put another crossbow bolt into that terrible thing because Sori is still around. Well, certainly. This is, these are all things that can be done. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. let's do them right now. Utashi, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to try to cure Mori with cure wounds. Do you have a bonus action? Uh-huh. Is your bonus action a a, um, a cure thing? A what? No. Oh. No, the bonus action is a spiritual weapon that hits stuff. Well, hit something with the spiritual weapon, too. Is Mori going to be okay, though? I mean... Um, I'm coming next, and I have a uh, bonus action of healing word. Okay. Now, if I'll you do want to use an action huh? to cast Cure Wounds, you can do that. I'm looking at your character huh? sheet now. Okay. Um, healing word is not a spell that Otashi has. Mm-hmm. But remember, um, I'm not going to say it went away when you went down. I think technically it was supposed to. But Spiritual Weapon is still up, so you can still use a bonus action oh. to okay. use Spiritual Weapon to smack someone. Okay. Um... And it's it's not an action in comedy of, well, do I want to heal someone or use spiritual weapon? Because you don't have a bonus action to heal. You have an action to heal, and spiritual weapon is a bonus action. They're separate categories. Okay. So you're good. Okay. So I'm going to try to... Sorry, you have something that can cure or help? Yep. Maury? Okay. I got two things. I got three. Okay. I can spare the dying. I got... Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to shoot a crossbow at this thing again. Also, you have seven hit points, so you could have also healed yourself. Uh, she's not very smart. <laughs> this is fair, fair and valid, and yeah. that's a nine. The nine mm-hmm. does not hit. Oh, and it probably okay. wouldn't hit even with with the bless, would it? Because that could only get to a thirteen at most. That, yeah, that wouldn't be enough. Okay. Yeah. And you said the spiritual weapon is still up. Does that make sense or not? Um, you you can make an attempt to hit it with the spiritual weapon because spiritual weapon attacks are a bonus action. Okay, it's a nine, nine again. So no, okay, no. Okay. Being woken up from Ugh. all that is... Yeah, just fair, so you can't expect a lot of functionality from someone who just woke up. Half the time, right. they're not hitting the snooze button, they're hitting the alarm off button, mm-hmm. or just smacking the top of the alarm clock over and over again, or uh-huh. smacking the top of the kobold's head that's standing next to them, <laughs> trying to wake them up. Like, it's not... I'm not an alarm clock. I'm just trying to... It's is three it in the afternoon. You should Oops. be out of bed. <laughs> Come on, we gotta stop the others from having the moss argument again. Oh no, the moss <laughs> argument. Oh, no. I love that someone made that comic because it's it's so good to reference. Such a wonderful story. I actually hate it here. Um, 
but I don't hate it here. This place is awesome. Everything's on fire over there, where more than one player is. Um, Deza, you are not on fire. Oh, I hear. What would you like to do? All the cool kids are on fire. I am going to put myself between the statue and Utashi and Mori. Okay. And then I'm going to shoot arrows at it. You say, hey, Phineas, gauge this. And that's a 22 to hit. That will hit. Wow. Nice. And that's nine damage. Okay. And hoping that we're going to get a long rest again soon, um, I'm going to pop a sanctuary on Mori. Okay. It is the Cobot Harvester Swarm's turn. It takes me longer to say what they are than it does for me to roll the two. I mean, they had a bonus, but not a bonus high enough to do something with a two. Sorry. Great. Going to use the bonus action of Healing Word. I'm going to take just a second to see which one is more effective. Healing Word is for Utashi. Oh, okay. And I'm going to do that. That has to be the first level one to be the bonus action. So I will cast my healing word and I will hit that. And that is a seven. Seven. All right. Seven more heal to Tashi. So you should be up to right. like, I think, 14 now. Uh-huh. And is then going to, what do I get? Run over to Mori. And let's see, what are my options here? That one. And Wait, you do, run over to Mori. Uh-huh, and do a boosted cast of Cure Wounds. You invoke an attack of opportunity. Uh-oh. Except I have the sanctuary thingy on. Yes, so that means I need to make a, I believe, a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Okay. Let's hope it's not wise. Um, well, that's a 16. <sighs> Makes it. Okay. Curses. <laughs> that's a nat one. It rolled a nat one to hit me. It rolled a nat one to hit you. And I'm using the new dice in D&D Beyond, where if you roll a nat one, it opens up like a mimic and teeth <laughs> and mouth. Like, oh, man, it's cool. It does like, I don't mind rolling nat ones. Those are really darned cool. <laughs> What's that? Its arm falls off. <laughs> I mean, you, it, it's bloodied. <laughs> it's possible it only has one arm right now. <laughs> oh, maybe it should get both arms falling off. Then it would be armless. Oh, can you tell us what went wrong? Well, the front fell off. And these golden statues are really expensive. They cost an arm and a leg. <laughs> like, these puns are disarming. Yes. Um, but anyway, while this ineffective swing is taking place, Sori is doing a thing. Sori casts a cure wounds, and it's cast with a second level slot. It's on Mori, and does not do nearly. Does a seven heal. Better than nothing. It's definitely yeah. better than nothing. It, it is the exact same number of hit points that Utashi had earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Also, Mori is now awake and surrounded by fire. Mori has many regrets. This is not fine. Mori have create water. Actually, I think Mori does. But it's not Mori's turn. It's the statue's turn. Um, true. It is going to take a swing at Deza. That is another... That's my third nat one tonight. Sweet! Second for the statue. <clears throat> I mean, I think its arm is going to fall off some, pretty soon. Well, it gets two attacks. So it's going to swing again at Deza again. Uh, that time it's a 21. Uh, unless, unless you cast shield several times. Yes. Uh, that's You're going blessed to if it helps. 13 slashing damage. Ouch. I am just barely bloodied. Longcap. Yes. What would you like to do? Um, how do things currently stand? 
also do constructs have hit dice? Um, if a construct is a player character, yes. If they are uh, just a creature from the monster manual, homebrewed or otherwise, they do not. Oh. Actually, no, hold on. They kind of do, because if you look at hit points, it is the number, then it says how many D whatever plus whatever. So I'll, I'll interpret that as hit dice. All right. I cast Wither and Bloom again and attempt to, to preserve the uh, knowledge contained in the Ambassador by healing the Ambassador. Okay. The Ambassador spends a hit die and adds a plus three rather than whatever constitution bonus it would do. All right. Uh, the Ambassador is reassembled. Ooh, you have reassembled nice. 95. Good job. It is still talking about vying for peace, but it's using different words now, which means to say that it's probably more aware of its surroundings. Also, it's looking very disparagingly at the fire, but it's able to, which means you've done a wonderful thing. Ambassador, you are awake. I would recommend as the disassemblers are not successfully disassembling anything, Having them attempt to smother the fire. Does anyone hear me? I heard you. Yes. Uh, okay. It's also Maury's turn, and I'm looking through Maury's spell selections. Ah. Uh, Maury's like, I'm on it. I'm on it. Maury casts um, her last second level spell to create or destroy water to bring 20 gallons of water down on top of the deck. Wow. Reasonable. When you're trying to put out the ship that you're flying through the air in. <laughs> Is there really a thing of overkill? Uh-uh. There is no overkill here. And more this is a case of, this one is wet, and this one is wet, and that is exactly how I wanted it. We're not in a rainforest, <laughs> but I'm going to make it feel that way. Yep. <laughs> the fire made it very humid. And Maury heals herself for seven hit points with healing word. Cleric! All right. It is the ambassador's turn. And it's like, okay, you've suggested I tell them to put out the fire. That's an excellent idea. Fire is out already. Uh, hmm. Maybe you can help direct them and give them advantage on their next attack to disassemble. I cannot. That would be an offensive move. But it's not actually a sapient creature. It is a malfunctioning bot. There are some who would argue that I am a malfunctioning bot. No, you're nice. It's gone mad and is attacking kobolds. Nice is part, not a part of my original programming. You're diplomatic. This is true. It's gone mad and is attacking nice. kobolds. True. But right. it's attacking us. Therefore, it's malfunctioning. You misunderstand. Right this second may not be the perfect time to discuss the fine points of pacifism. True. Also, so. I cannot be convinced. It is hardwired into me. I cannot be violent or send others to do violence. It is not in my nature. Okay. Meanwhile, Itashi, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm going to shoot it with a crossbow again. <laughs> I am, cannot be violent. It's not in my nature. I'm a shooter with a crossbow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wow! Is that yeah. one? Of, that's a nat twenty again. Nat twenty. That's again. your third crit tonight, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the damage is fourteen. All right. One of the wings falls off. Oh. Now we it can hits... throw it overboard. Well, let me finish. Okay. Mm. I, I know that this was a great shot, and you're going to let me finish. Yes. But when the wing falls to the ground, it's a big, heavy wing. 
large enough and heavy enough that you're not quite sure. Actually, no, you are certain it doesn't fly through mechanical means. There has to be magic involved because nothing that heavy goes airborne as you're in a dirigible. But never mind about how big the dirigible is. Uh-huh. Um, and you got here in an angel ship. But never mind about that. Uh-huh. The wing doesn't fall just to the deck. It lands also on the railing, splitting the railing and crumbling parts of it. And then wow. it teeters for just a little bit before it slides off the edge. A bird lands on the tip. It, it, no, it lands right at the balance point. And everyone just looks at the bird. And the bird looks all at Uh-oh. you. And you look at the bird. And it's one of those little tiny birds that like eats bird seed out of a feeder. and oh, But man. gets scared away by larger birds every now and then. And it just looks at all of you. And its expression tells you, in no uncertain terms, that today it woke up and chose violence. <laughs> so it walks to the end. <laughs> and the whole giant wing just goes... <laughs> okay. That is wonderful and glorious. And Utashi, don't you have a bonus action? I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spiritual weapon. You can find it. Um, is it. There it is. Okay. So now I this. Oh, I gotta. And I got a uh, thirteen. Uh, thirteen will not hit. Okay, that's all I got. Problem is, you aimed for the wing. And on. Yeah, you you went to the statue and like, have you the wing? And the statue was like, no, you got rid of it. Remember? Did you put did cast um, your bless? Did you get add your bless? Didn't. It didn't. What? So add one d four. One d four. Okay, one d four coming up. Um, it's a one. <laughs> That's not going to be uh, enough, unfortunately. Nope. It, oh, it well. was worth a shot. <laughs> it could have been enough. Alas, mm-hmm. it was not. Uh, Deza, other than bleeding, what would you like to do? More arrows. Also, I don't want to imply that you want to be bleeding. Uh, seventeen will hit for damage. Anything else? Or I can't add bless to the damage roll. Okay. Just um, attacks and saving throws. It says, sorry. So I want to point out, we are not yet at the point where the swarm could be asked, how do you want to do this? But we're close. But also, that's a seven with the bonus to hit. So it doesn't hit. Oh, they're, well. they're trying so hard. But this is... I'm so far. In <laughs> the end, what really matters is what Sori does this term. Sorry. <sighs> Abandon sanctuary and breathes fire. At the giant golden statue that has breathed fire several times and is clearly not immune to fire, even though it breathes fire. Well, it's clearly not immune to fire, is it? In that case, you well, know... I'm joking. <laughs> I, I have not revealed Person. any immunities other than it didn't take poison damage. Sorry may in fact abandon sanctuary, but not for the fire yet, because it has been doing that, or at least not for that fire. I mean, it would be funny. It would be hilarious. The question is, well, actually, no, she might actually go for that because it's reflected one thing, but she's fire resistant. You made me breathe my own breath. Sorry. Yeah. yeah? Ship. Wooden. Sorry would be breathing. Mm, that's true. That's a problem. Okay. We have a better idea. The better idea is Sacred Flame. I which... like Sacred Flame because it's kind of like the same in my head canon. Sacred Flame happens. Not dissimilarly to how Moonfire spam happens in World of Warcraft. Well, it does descend on a creature you can see within range, which has to take a make, make a dex roll. Descend from where? Off camera. What do you mean off camera? You weren't looking all the way up. And even if you were, it just happens. Off camera from that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Man. so it needs to make a save. Dex 13. All right. Um, so, fun fact, it gets to roll with advantage. 
or anything that makes it make a spell saving throw if it is the only thing targeted. If it's an area effect, then not advantage. But if it's if it is named as a target, it rolls at advantage. Uh, my highest roll was a ten. <laughs> what's the damage? The damage is. And what's the frequency? Mm, the damage is a mere three. That's three <laughs> points. That's radiant damage, right? That's three points of evocation. Cast it with instantaneously source flame-like radiance. Radiant damage. It's flame-like, but it is a holy fire. Uh-huh. And parts of it are now melted. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, good times were had by some. Not the ones who have been on fire. They're not having good times, including the statue, which is now going to um, take a swing. Let's see, who's it going to swing at? It's going to swing at Sori, because... Takers. Actually, I'm going to roll for... I forgot to roll for... um. See if Firebreath recharges. Let's roll that. That's a three, so it doesn't recharge. So it is going to take a swing at Sori because Sori just set it on fire. It would have been funnier if it had been trying to breathe fire at me again. I could have um, blown some back. That is a 23 to hit. Oh. That's going to be 13 slashing damage. I think I'm still up. One hit point. Yep. And it's going to take a swing at Utashi. No. Actually. Isn't Utashi at range? I must be using a crossbow. So here, here's the thing. Deza did get in between them. Uh-huh. But oh. this thing hasn't had its legs hacked off, just a wing. So it's well, moving like past Deza. Deza, be opportunistic. No, 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 no. Before oh. it gets to that, I would like to take an off attack of opportunity because I'm in melee range with it and it just left. Okay. I, I will allow that going for the chomp. So help me if you kill it with bite damage. Mm-hmm. I love the it. The heal. Bite the heal. Achilles! Remember, you bite and shake. Um, it's blessed then. Ought to still be up. I didn't die. Okay, okay, it does say concentration. Do I have to make a... I, I didn't die. I still have one hit point. Technically, you should have been making concentration checks when you took damage. Okay, how do I make a concentration check? It's, um, uh, I, that, that is once again not a... Sorry, I, I used the wrong bot again. Poor Lieutenant oh. Puck. Okay. Oh, poor thing. How do I make a concentration check? I don't know. I always forget. It involves your constitution's uh, bonus. You just make a constitution save. A con save? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll make a con save. That is bad. Okay, so Bless is not up. Curses. Uh, will have to redo so it. So we're going to subtract a little bit of damage. From, but, but, but no. But Nate's not going to hit. And Nate so, would probably hit anyway. Yeah. So you do make the attempt... Um, it takes us, it doesn't get out of range of Deza. Deza is still within melee range. It's going around Deza. And it's going to take a swing at Utashi. Oh. That is a 24 to hit. Ow. Oh, that's going to hit. Yep. Utashi, you take 13 slashing damage. Okay. One hit point left. Yes. Because One both Sori and Utashi had exactly 14 hit points. Yeah. And its average damage is 13. We are the wow. one hit point club. Uh, mm-hmm. Long cap. I do feel bad that your melee attack didn't work. Uh, let me make it up to you. What would you like to do now? Um, Slither over and bite it again? Let's see. Long kept. give me an Arcana check. Let's not roll a d10. 18. All right. So uh, with that roll, I'm going to say I'm going to cough. Gesundheit. Yeah, I'm going to have to do some editing for this recording. Uh, so with that roll, with that roll, I'm going to say you've realized a thing. Um, when it resists a spell, 
bad things happen to the person who cast the spell, but people who've cast spells at it where it didn't make the sa saving throw is not the term that you, a character, would use. It's a term that we, the players, would use. But when well, I say resist, if it if it fails the save, the damage goes as expected. It's only when it succeeds the save that it gets reflected back. Yes. However, my save DC is very bad. Understood. Because I just my wanted to make bad. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that um, you knew as many pieces of the puzzle as possible to help you form your strategy. Though the failed spell attack did not get reflected. I attempt to cast Chill Touch. Ah. That is, um, that's a nat one. Yes. Fizzle. If I remember correctly, Chill Touch, well, one, it's not a melee attack, and two, it doesn't do cold damage. It does necrotic. Right. Correct. Which is very amusing to me, that the spell name isn't. Mm -hmm. I think I read something about that a while ago. Yes, it, it keeps uh -huh. coming up because it, it has never not been funny. Right. Um, but you do manage to have the spectral hand appear, and instead of doing necrotic damage, it eases out a kink in its back. There's there's no mechanical change to anything for this, but it looks like it it just went to a massage therapist or something. <laughs> All right, it's Maury's turn. It's Maury's time to shine. Maury has almost no offensive spells, and half of them do poison damage. Sorry is going to say, make everything wet again if you can. Everything. And this one is wet, and this one is wet, and this one... <laughs> Wait, I, just, I have inspiration. I, just, I forgot. I just brought oh. in 20 gallons of water. What more do you want from me? Point upwards. I should have Soggy. used my inspiration. Aw. Sorry. It's okay. This was funnier. <laughs> Sorry is pointing up. Sorry wants the gas bag to be soggy. Sopping. Mori runs up and hits it with her staff, which, as you remember, uh, is part of her door frame from her shop. Mori needs a better weapon. It's, it's better than biting. Um, that's an 18 to hit. Good gods, it worked. Mori, how do you want to do this? That's five points of damage. That is not what I'm asking Mori. Oh. She, she hits it with her staff. It does five points of damage. The staff breaks in half. Now she's holding the splintered end of a staff. Staring into the face of a half-melted, one-winged statue, there is an orchestral chorus in the background that comes from Final Fantasy VII, or Kingdom Hearts, take your pick. And Mori is regretting many life choices up to this point. It's the ambassador's turn. The ambassador does nothing helpful. It is Utashi's turn. I'm going to move around Mori and shoot this thing with a crossbow again. Because I don't want to shoot Mori. Definitely not. Here we go. Please do not shoot the helper NPC. And 18 hits. 18 hits. All right. Here's some damage. That's a total of seven. Okay. How do you want to do this? Um, oh, my gosh. Hmm? I said, oh, my gosh. Ah, okay. I didn't hear it clearly, so I figured I'd check. You know? mm -hmm. um, okay. You had one so hit point left. All you need to do is hit it once. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to aim for its forehead. With the crossbow bolt. Now keep in mind, Mori was staring up into its face as it's staring down at her. Mm -hmm. And both of them are comprehending the fact that Mori is now within melee range. Mm -hmm. And that's when its eyes cross as a bolt hits it right between them. And it just it. sort of leans backward further and further and further, smashes more of the railing behind it as it goes over the edge too. Yay! 
There we go. Okay, now what? I have to say, you have very eventful lives. Well, we're kobolds. I don't quite care for it. I know. It's okay. I give her a hug. Like, down by her knees, probably, because Utashi's tiny. (laughs) Utashi's tiny, and the ambassador is medium-sized. But the Uh ambassador kind of awkwardly reaches a hand out and goes pat-pat on top of Utashi's head. Ah, thank you. All right, so cut to, and I am cutting because uh, I'm looking at how long we've been recording and how long we've been playing. Uh Medicine Uh, rolls. No, no, it's fine. The the trip takes more than a day, so you do get a long rest. Go ahead and press that wonderful long rest button if you want to. Long rest, long rest. But uh, you are led in through uh, a cave entrance that is, it is able to open up wide enough for the dirigible to enter if the balloon portion is sort of partially uninflated, and then the mountain cliffside that you enter through sort of seals up behind you. Magic. And the ambassador leads you through a series of tunnels until you get to um, a larger one where there is a sound of running water, and there is um, what appears to be something looking kind of like a throne. It's hard to tell. Now, you might say... But most of us, well, some of us are not actually kobolds, but some of us are, in fact, kobolds, and we can see in the dark. So we should be able to see what that thing is. Why, yes, normally the answer would be yes to that. And normally the answer would be yes to the people who are not more than just culturally kobolds, because there's some bright light source in here, too. But the bright light source is coming from someone using an arc welder directly behind the throne. Um so that's creating a silhouette effect. You can tell that there is someone who is cobalt-sized and shaped sitting in the throne. And when you come in, their head turns in your direction, and they wave at you. Wave back. I wave back. Yep, I wave. That's where we're going to end it tonight. <laughs> I debated. I debated. I decided not to, but that was a thought that went through my head. Um, they sort of bounce up and down on the throne just a little bit. And then they turn to say something to the person or, or whatever is behind them with the arc wielder. Like, can we make it a little bit more springy? I th- if you got to sit in it for a while, it's better if it's springy. No, not with actual springs, like, like padding, like, like soft stuff. Do you have anything that's soft at all? Yes, I know you're made of metal. Um, we'll workshop that, okay? Um, anyway, uh... Give me a second here. There's something that I am failing a will save against. And then they jump off of the throne and run towards you at full speed. It's A. It is not A. <laughs> a, a is not there. <laughs> um, let's see. Who we got? One, Who we got? two, three. Well, I've already established it, it is definitely not Sniv because it's a different voice. Yes. Which of you would be and in Sniv the is not so bouncy. I don't know. Probably me. Probably Deza. Okay, Deza. Deza, make a strength save. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> Actually, that wasn't too bad. Okay, um, so you are definitely not knocked over by Ertos, the kobold inventor turned kobold artificer, who technically saved your lives when the ship broke up. You made it! There needs to be more yeah, hugging. I am glad. Sorry, we'll hug too. Uh-huh. 
Longcap assumes that pegging is the current expected thing to do and will therefore come over and join the hug. Uh-huh. Sasha will get in there somewhere. It's a big group hug. Molo comes group out of the shadows from a different direction and joins in the hug. Everyone takes two points of crushing damage. Oh. <laughs> you hug too hard. Sorry. It's- you know I'm a hugger. I know. I'll make medicine rolls later. (laughs) And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. (laughs) With a group hug. Nothing bad happened at all. No one was on fire for very long. I said the quiet part out loud, but Mm -hmm. I did say the quiet Mm -hmm. part. Mm -hmm. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for playing tonight. I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Beth, Ellie, Eo, and Jen. Who wants to plug a thing? Eo's mom writes book elizabeth-mccoy.com and you can ask your local library to please order the ebooks via overdrive speaking of speaking books, books. <laughs> okay my website is book of jen at bookofjen.net. it's not got a lot of new stuff on there lately because i've been extremely busy with various other things um but there's stuff there if you want to check it out some of it's gaming some of it's book reviews there's whatever else i decide to put there and that's it bookofgen.net i'm also the host of the shattered soulstone podcast at shatteredsoulstone.com and new episodes appear usually every saturday and Um, speaking of patreons oh yeah we have one of those uh cogwheel dot sorry no patreon.com slash cogwheel gaming help us keep the lights on and also help us remember what the patreon address is (laughs) you can join other illustrious patrons including Chris, Ellie, Eric, Shen Shen, Walter, and patron emeritus Cindy. And until next time, this is Crash saying, So, um, they didn't really know how to make helms, so I've been trying to help them out, but I kind of only half remembered, so it's a work in progress. Uh, right now we've got the basic shape down, but eventually, with a few more weeks of development, we'll have unlocked the ability to make comfy chairs. Ooh. Two. Uh-huh. Good night, everybody. Night.